As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Hulk smash! Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. There's more to them than meets the eye. It's Superman! Hey there, boils and ghouls. It's the one and only Chuckles the Clown here, and uh, we were 
beforehand <laughs> the subject of Godzilla came up, so you probably heard that over the mic. Uh, George Garner is over here eating uh, the dead chickens. And, uh, and enjoying every yep, bite. Welcome back, uh, Ed. Hello, and, of everybody. course, uh, Detective No-Face. And Tony Jones at the controls. We normally eat house. live chickens around here, but we went with dead ones this week. Yeah, Peter's all against the eating of the live chickens. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a thing where Alice Cooper tore apart a live chicken on stage? No, I think there was. And Ozzy obviously yeah. bit the bat and the dove and I, everything. I thought so. I thought there was like a rumor of that happening. Yeah, we are making progress around here, though. We've, you know, Just like people have gone beyond the meat, we've gone beyond live chickens. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So we have some uh, sad nerd news, uh, that, and we have some good nerd news to kick things off with. Uh, let's do the sad first. Alan Harris, um, Star Wars actor. He's better known as Bach, and he played a couple other uh, of the uh, creatures and everything. Dies at age 81. Um, I think that's a, a well-lived life. Well -lived that's life. a good run. Yep. And... Uh, He's up there hanging out with the rest of them. That's for sure. Uh, did you know, and I, I know, Mike, we had talked about this, that they Japan has actually built a life-size working Gundam. Yeah, yeah they yeah, have. We're, uh, we're effed if we ever get into a war with them again. This thing is actually, they have tested it with rockets and machine gun bullets, and it has the same armor as an A1 Abram tank, and it's able to be mechanized with weaponry. And I thought that Japan was not allowed to make an army of offense. Now they're building giant robots that were fictional at first. Right, but they're not weapons of military offense. They're fictional giant Pop culture. robots. Yeah, they're using them for parades right now. <laughs> parades like, in quotations, yeah. if you could see right, it. Like in Tony my, said, pop culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... What the heck? I mean, that's science uh, fiction coming to life. That's yeah, pretty damn pretty cool. Pretty soon, Mechagodzilla soon to follow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, uh, they're allowed to have like a special self-defense force, but they can't have an official military as per the agreement of the end of World War II. Uh, however, I got to say like that's one of the things why I think Japan's cool. Who else would build a giant robot like that with actual military possibilities? Yeah, life-size Gundam. At first, I thought it was a joke. But then when I started reading all of it, it's real. Well, if, if you remember back in the day, Ninja World, <clears throat> and you'll see the connection in a second. It wasn't brass knuckles. It was paperweight. <laughs> so it's not a weapon of mass destruction. Yep. It is not an assault robot. It's uh, an artistic explanation or an artistic display, which just so happens to have guns on it. Just like when you go into a head shop and the seven-foot water bong is for tobacco use only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. In quotation marks. So uh, I think you're right, George. I think next is going to be happening. They really are going to mutate a God Godzilla, and uh, we're going to have some um, giant kaijus that are going to well, be yeah, real. Well, like I said, Mechagodzilla is a robot. I mean... If they can build this, they can build that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hand it to the Japanese for being able to build something so uh, creative while we're over here struggling to throw together uh, Ford vehicles and everything. Well, we uh, struggle to throw together stuff over here, too, and we come up with some pretty good stuff, but it's all little. It's no Gundam, that's for sure. No, it's, you know, we come up with like useless stuff like um, nanochips and microprocessors and things like that. 
Well, I mean, they're not. We're not keeping the eye on the prize. I mean, giant kaiju robots. That that's the thing. That's the wave of the future. Yeah, these things start flying. We're effed. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if they they start doing flying giant Gundams like in the cartoons, we're screwed. We're effed, but it's gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna die if I'm a Gundam. Yes, that that's a pretty cool way to go, though. <laughs> so that's uh, well, of course we have. Uh, we're gonna be talking about video games, and I could not be uh, if you didn't hear in the beginning. We had Doom. And that was by Richard E.B., and it was Toxic Eternity, um, all played by guitar. Check that out on YouTube. This gentleman has a lot of video game songs that he plays on YouTube. And we're going to have some more video game-related songs along with some mixture right there. Uh, but PAX East is coming up. And uh, if you guys don't know what that is, that's a very large video game convention that uh, and board game and card game it's a gamers well wet dream <laughs> basically <laughs> and it's hard as hell to get into that because the minute that sucker goes on sale it sells out well this this year chuckles was able to secure a ticket <laughs> that's because you showed up in character in full makeup and basically the place sold out but you ran it out <laughs> yeah i was gonna say uh did you have to do some um Less than savory things yeah. for that? No, I'm not Detective No-Face. Okay, so the white on your face is face paint then. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's good. Well, you did say something about you'll all float if you don't get the F out of my way. <laughs> yeah. The only thing going on right now, in my back of my mind, I have Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. It's just nerd. Nerds! <laughs> yeah, but us nerds are popular now. So in a, a sucker is uh, full of nerds and full of money as well. Um, so uh, let's go down to some more music and we'll come back and talk about some systems that are coming out to date. And there's some weird ones and there's some really cool ones as well. Uh, this is not video game related, but however, it's a really cool band. Uh, this is Carnal Carnival and that's by Here Comes the Mummies here in Chuckles Crypt, Rhode Island Free Radio.org. <laughs>
That is Here Comes the Mummy, and uh, it is the Carnal of Carnivals. And uh, we are definitely amongst the Carnal of Carnivals here amongst this table. That's for sure. Uh, and we're talking about some new systems that are coming out. And the first one we're going to talk about is kind of weird. And I'm, I guess I'm okay with exercising for video game systems, but I don't really like it. Like the Wii U. Like, I'd never gone into that system or the Wii itself with the, the whole, you know, the motion controls or the uh, the PlayStation Move or the Xbox Connects. Just never got into that stuff. I'm, I'm one of the old-fashioned gamers that sets its fat ass down on the couch. Well, that, that's the thing. The, the primary use of a gamer is a paperweight. Uh, you know, with Deadly Dan, you just turn yourself into human veal. You don't move much. You just eat, you know, live on sugar. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew and, and video games. Yeah, so this explains why when we came out, you know, a couple of people suggested I try it. And I liked the boxing game. I, yeah. I really liked that. Then, then as soon as I got acclimated to doing it with people, it was gone. It was it was. And it was a fad. Was every, right, because everybody yeah. went back to their fat-ass sitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gaming and exercising don't really mix. I think uh, most gamers only really want to exercise. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Size their right arm for maybe a few minutes a day. That's about it. <laughs> You're normally in the shower. A small percentage of the left arm, <laughs> but mostly the right arm. That's not true. We exercise our thumbs, our index <laughs> fingers, and our pinkies. So... A, so a typical gamer arms. thumb, you can jack a car with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got a pretty mean uh, thumb wrestling team over here. <laughs> Take you right out, Detective No Face. Oh yeah, I want to bring it. Uh, yeah, with with a steel chair. <laughs> um, no, so, no chairs allowed, please. So let's talk about this system, and it's a small handheld one, and it does go off of exercise. It's called the Play Date. <laughs> Sounds uh. weirder than what it is. And it has a crank on the side of it, like an old, like, freaking crank. That sounds perverse. Cell phone. That, okay. or not cell phone. But the handheld play date with the crank on the side. Yeah. Just making sure I'm up to I'm speed. I'm not making this up, Brought man. to you by the Archdiocese of Providence. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you have to crank it in order to play this video mm. game system. So it is run off of that. Uh, it's uh, $149 for this thing. And it's going to have new games every week. And I've looked at some of the games there. No. I'm, just I'm, I'm sorry. For $149 to crank it yourself? Yeah. 
Uh, this could go somewhere that we're not supposed to go on this show. I was just there are many websites you can get that stuff for free. Although yeah. if you ever go so broke that you can't afford your electricity, at least you can still game. Yeah, hook that up to it. You'll be all set. All right, uh, let's talk about one that I really do want to pick up, and this thing is a beast. And, Mr. Jones, you're going to like this one as well. It's called the Polymega, <laughs> and this machine is able to play Sega Saturn, Sega CD. Oh, nice. Turbo Graphics and Turbo Graphic Disc, mm. along with PlayStation One, all in one flipping machine. Wow. Uh, yes, it's a little pricey. It's like three hundred bucks. You're able to put in your own controllers to this thing, and it's going to have more uh, accessories being added to it. So this thing is pretty beefy, and uh, it's got HDMI cables, so you can plug it into a modern television, which some of the older systems do not have that. And uh, like I said, it's really cool. I mean, uh, TurboGrafx-16 will cost you like 180 bucks for it to be working. Uh, I've seen them up there for $60, $70 broken. Um, they're very collectible and very sought after. So what you're saying is I should go to Salvation Army and ask for all my old Dreamcast oh, yeah. games back that I dropped off down there. You definitely should. Those things, uh, you should have looked at those. Those are where if, uh, some of those games are enough to put yourself uh, through college oh. again. So you definitely should have checked that out. And uh, I've always wanted to play at TurboGrafx, but it was always out of reach. It was always very expensive when we were kids. Uh, it still, to this day, is expensive for a video game system that is retro. And the game cartridges are very expensive to pick up. Uh, but this thing right here will make uh, playing them a little easier, but it's not going to make buying the cartridges any easier. Well, it's going to make it a lot easier because the alternate suggested title for this machine is The Job Ender. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, see, this is the exact reason that I stopped buying myself new systems a while back when I decided that I wanted to keep a full-time job for more than a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Now, see, I'm I not, sense great danger with this. I'm not a typical gamer because I do keep a full-time job, and I'm a full-time parent on, on top of that. So I know how to stop playing the game. I don't sit there for like 24-7 because I have to beat level one. That's what the save button is for. Well, I think here. that's because your wife refuses to spoon food into your mouth. Too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, it, that's what the save button is for on the machines there. You can save your progress and come back and play it later on. Also, we're starting to get to that age where we need to relieve ourselves and use the bathroom yeah. quite more often than, you know, back in the day. That, that's true. And the Mountain Dew goes through you really quickly. <laughs> and by Mountain Dew, I mean Narragansett's and Narragansett's <laughs> lights. Didn't you say the crank one was handheld, though? Yeah. So just take it for your oh, bathroom yeah. breaks with yeah, you. Yeah, but how are you going gonna to go to the bathroom and – Well, not <laughs> going there, not going and there. Cr crank it no, up? No, 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 not going there Wait, because – No, that's we're not going to go there because that was – You brought me right into that. Just let it flow. S clean it up later. The bathroom is one of the places where cranking generally happens. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, especially – uh, and, and, I'm I'm and I'm sure it's been done with more than one system too. <laughs> the ingenuity is endless. I'm telling you, man, that I can't make this shit up. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one that we we'll talk about is uh, called the Evercade, and it's like it's 89 bucks, not that bad of a price, and it's coming out with a bunch of uh, individual cartridges uh, by like uh, Atari, 
Um, it has uh, Takami on it. It has a, a bunch of like big name Namco, bunch of big name game collections put onto one cartridge for each company. The very name Atari. Yes. It begins to stir my blood at yeah. an elemental level. There are two collections for the Atari one as well. So it has the regular collection and I believe the Activision collection hmm. for it. So you get both the Atari collections to that. I think there should be red alarms flashing somewhere around me yeah. saying, Danger, danger, Will Robinson. And here's the worst thing is it's a handheld system, so you can bring that to work and get yourself fired with <laughs> it. <laughs> As the places are getting robbed or burnt down, down, you'll be sitting there playing your your very own Evercade. And my only defense will be after I'm fired and I'm in court, being asked why I didn't report the uh, explosion that you know tore apart the building I was supposed to be keeping an eye on. Will be I was beating my own high score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wanted one of those patches, kids. You don't understand that part. The Way back yonder when we were playing our old video game systems, because I'm a, what they would call a grandfather of the gaming system yeah. world, th you used to have to send in a picture of the screen with the high score, and you would get a patch that would come back to you for the video game system. So it was kind of like Boy Scouting for the Atari systems <laughs> there. Uh, it, and those patches are worth hundreds of mm. dollars now. I believe it. Uh, because most of the kids and everything else later on threw them out. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's like, where are you going to put the patch well, afterwards? Most parents were logical enough to say, if I put this on my kid's backpack or whatever. He's going to get beat up. He's going to get beat Back up then, and stuffed yeah. in a locker yeah. by the teachers, let alone the students. Yeah. Quick question that's semi-on topic. Do you remember the old Sword Quest games? For Atari, where you would send in if you got the high score, you'd actually win a real like sword or yeah. a real cool prize. Yeah, yeah, I do remember those. And the Atari had a lot of like really cool competitions for stuff. And now, if you had those patches on your back, though, Ed, people would be trying to beat you up and take yeah. them because they're expensive. So it's just you're still a lose lose situation there. You got beat up as a kid, you're gonna get beat up by an adult and robbed. So that's uh. Definitely um, yeah, The only good. thing the parents didn't realize, though, is that if you did brave the gauntlet of beatings <laughs> at school, I think about back then about five of those patches would probably get you hired by uh, IBM or uh, yeah. Honeywell International or United Technologies. I yeah. mean, or, or at the very least, the United States Air Force. Definitely. I mean, the, a lot of those uh, Atari video game systems there were actually used for training pilots. Exactly. And training soldiers. So, so just yeah. one more, just one more thumb in the eye to our parents that said you're never going to get anywhere playing those damn video games. You know, my parents wrong as usual said that to me once until I brought home a Sega Genesis from winning a tournament and about fifty bucks in my hand. My dad never said that again. <laughs> well, there's oh. also they, they're doing microscopic surgery, and basically the surgeons are telling their patients, "I learned by playing video games." That tournament that was at the Warwick Mall, wasn't it? It was, it was at the Warwick Mall, and it was for uh, Mortal Kombat Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Or not Ultimate Alliance. 
Mortal Kombat 3. I really miss the days when the malls had arcades in them. That it, was pretty well, awesome. You know, arcades are making a comeback, but they're only making a comeback for us adults. Yeah, the Because they add bars to them. <laughs> Kids don't want to. I'm sorry, but if you put a bar just about anywhere, if there was a bar at Chuck E. Cheese, I bet you that place would take off. <laughs> Who cares if they reuse the pizza? They do serve alcohol there, actually, now. Why didn't anyone tell me this? Yeah. <laughs> None like, of my nieces and nephews are old enough to go, are young I, enough to go. You anymore. need alcohol <laughs> yeah. to soak that pizza yeah. because that pizza is like hard tacking. Well, you need that just to just to survive the pizza yeah. and kill the germs. Because if you don't finish it, they're giving what you didn't finish to the next table. In the news yeah. tonight, Psycho Eddie applies to adopt about fourteen kids. <laughs> no, no, let's not get carried away. I'll just babysit. <laughs> there you go. Let's move on to another system there, and this is a really cool one that I again is on my list this year, and that's the Analog Pocket, and it's two hundred bucks, but it's like its own small mini arcade because it's able to play Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, Game Boy SP, Game Boy Color, you name it. It's able to play like seven to eight different systems. And there's going to be adaptions for it so you can play Game Gear games on this as well. So technology is golden for gamers right now. I'm telling you that. If if we had ever thought a machine like that had existed as kids, we would have been very excited. Hell, I'm very excited now. <laughs> Actually, Chuckles, if you think about it, we did expect a machine like this to exist when we were kids. We've been waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the price range is a little high for it, but when you consider what each one of those machines would cost you to purchase it would actually be well above 200 bucks no i mean any of this technology now i mean it's like pennies on the dollar compared to what they used to charge us a yeah. while back it's still like very expensive you get a ds or a ds light it's like 300 bucks yeah but oh. my point is that even 300 bucks isn't expensive right it's like it's really not i mean if if this if this had been invented like we won't mention years, but back when Nintendo we were, or Atari was right, invented, back in those days, this thing would have been about five grand. I mean, with this technology in it, if they suddenly sprang ahead and created it, yeah. So mm -hmm. no, three hundred dollars, rejoice. Even the new systems uh, back in the nineties weren't they like about three hundred dollars just for one system? Yeah, the first yeah. They, they were exactly. Yeah. Uh, a little story sidetracking ourselves from us. Uh, we got our NES by mistake. It was, uh, what was the toy store with the panda on it? I um, don't remember, but I know. What was I remember. It? Child World. They had mislabeled the Nintendo system, and they labeled it thirteen ninety nine. <laughs> Why and Child World is out of business? <laughs> my father brought that down, and he's like, okay, I'm paying thirteen ninety nine for this. And they're like, no, you're not. That's, you know this amount of money he's like no the label says it's 13.99 that's what i'm paying for it so we got the original nintendo with the robot and the gyromite and all that other stuff for 13 dollars and 99 how many now besides the one your father found how many how many uh, boxes were mislabeled i way? don't know he i mean i think if he thought that they were going to be worth something he might have gone back and bought yeah. a couple more bought the whole pallet but no it's uh, that's how we got our nes and as a kiddo, I was banned from it. I was being uh, trained with the Atari system because I was brutal with controllers. 
I'm not so brutal with the controllers now because controllers cost 80 to $90 and breaking a controller like that. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the Atari controls were more durable, right? No, they broke real easy. Those huh. freaking uh, stick, one. stick ones broke. Real easy, yeah. I never were. had a problem. No, I was, I was lasted. The paddle controller, the paddle controller. Yeah, the, it got jumpy after a while, it, or it would keep spinning. It would go past its, uh, its, its point of of uh, no return. Uh, but no, I I broke a couple joysticks and I broke a couple um, generic uh, Atari controllers that we would replace them with. Um, but they didn't work out too well. No, I mean, if I, no, I think that just speaks more to the violence within you. Yeah, you definitely. Because I know if I didn't break those things playing Missile Command back in the day, nobody broke them other than you. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have an anger issue, that's for sure. That's why I see a therapist every freaking week. Things uh, generally break a lot easier when they get thrown against the wall as well. Yeah. Or pummeled by heavy cement blocks or... Yeah. Or throwing a Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Against someone's head. <laughs> Not that I would ever do that, but you know, it, it could happen. So, yeah, the analog pocket, I recommend it definitely. If you guys are into handheld game systems, why not? Let's go down to some more music, and then we'll come back and talk about some uh, a couple more machines that are coming out, including a video game company that has been in like hibernation for years has a new video game system coming out. Uh, so let's go down to uh, this is uh, it's Castlevania Bloody Tears here in Chuckles Crypt, Rhode Island Free Radio dot org. <laughs>
That was Castlevania Bloody Tears, one of my all-time favorite video games. Not that that's a shocker, are the Castlevania games, and they were difficult uh, growing up. But you ever hear that saying, NES hard? Well, that was one of those games yeah. that coined that phrase. And if you get the chance, there is an awesome animated, uh, well, animation style Castlevania on Netflix gory and bloody as all hell um worth the watch and i think they're on season two now so uh, and it's there's small seasons so you can sit down and watch them within an hour or two and get through it so let's uh talk about a, a mini system coming out and again it's it's right up my alley uh and i got told by my wife why do you need two of these machines and that's the turbo graphic mini Yes, the TurboGrafx itself has come out with a mini si system, just like everything else. The NES Mini, the Super NES Mini, the PlayStation Mini, and now the TurboGrafx Mini. The great thing about this system is it has games on this sucker that would cost you probably anywhere from five to $600 to pick up, if not more. And, well, as a gamer myself, I'm not a collector. I just want to play the damn game. <laughs> And I'm not paying five to six hundred dollars for it for a silly video game, uh, but I will pay the hundred dollars for the machine so I can play the games. And uh, why not? I mean, it was, like I said, it's, it plugs right into the television. And my wife is like, "Well, if you're gonna get the Polymega, why do you need the Turbo Graphics?" It's like, well, "Why? Why are you asking me such questions? It's my money." <laughs> you just tell her, you know, I just tell her I, I married you in spite of stupid questions like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And I love my video game systems. I don't smoke the uh, devil's lettuce. Uh, I'm not an abuser of the alcohol. However, I am an abuser of the video game systems. <laughs> uh, so that is my one, one of many vices, I guess. And I was promising a video game system that has come out of the ashes of geekdom. That is the Intellivision oh, Amico. Man. When's the last time you heard the name Intellivision inside a video game chat? More decades ago than yeah. I care to think about. And this thing is coming back. It's totally family-friendly. It looks like it's set up to be almost like uh, a, a classic version of itself, but it's it's wireless like it's just it's a weird looking machine well now is this the original people that made it you know yes or, or did, it, did somebody just buy the name and no then? it's the original in television hmm. so they've come out of the ashes and they've uh released their own system again hmm. um that thing's at 200 bucks so it's a little expensive um for an intellivision game because i've only seen graphics of the intellivision cartridges so it's only showing that right now they're not totally showing what this machine is capable of um and again i'm not really sure when a lot of these machines are releasing in 2020 but i know they're releasing in 2020 um hyperkin has done it again it has released some great clone systems out there in case you're sleeping under a rock it was able to make a five let's probably a nine-in-one video game system. And two of the ones that I really liked is that you were able to play Famicom and Super Famicom games on it without hesitation or buying an adapter. And it had a chip inside there that you could make um, 
the language back to English so we can hmm. play the Japanese games. And know what's going on. And know what's going <laughs> on. And some Japanese games, man, I tell you, they they kick your ass. Oh, they, yeah. They, they definitely do. They're uh, really good, but... Man, those those are some tough games. The uh, the actual reason why Super Mario Brothers Two was released as a different game in Japan than in America was because it was deemed too difficult for American yes, audiences. Which they did release Super Mario Two inside the uh, the Super NES, yeah, with the Superstars Collection. Yes, Super Mario All Stars Collection, as um, it was dubbed, Super Mario: The Lost World. Do you remember or the Lost Levels? I should the say the original Super Mario Two was called was, it was based uh, off Doki Doki Panic. Correct. <laughs> yes, and then it came Super Mario Two, and then Doki Doki Panic. Although you can pick that game up yeah, on you can. the uh, the Fama, Super Famicom, so if anybody's looking for that. And the great thing about Famicom and Super Famicom games is they're not that expensive. Sometimes it's cheaper to get the Famicom version of an NES game versus getting the American version. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, there's some games out there like, for instance, like you go for Mario 3, which out here is probably going to catch you 25 to 40 bucks. But you get it on the Super, I mean, on the Famicom, it's like ten to fifteen dollars. So it's a little cheaper, and it's it's the same game. It's just in Japanese, and it, like I said, you get the adapter, and it, it's not. But Hyperkin is releasing an N64 clone system. Nice. So for those people out there that are N64 fans, like myself, although the graphics have not withstood the time. They definitely look pretty bad, uh, but the N64 itself has its own hyper uh, clone system where you be able to t plug it into an HD television, so you don't have to worry about the old inputs and everything. That is pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, like you said, the graphics for N64 at the time were pretty cool, but yeah, they kind of haven't held up, but... Still, it was pretty cool playing it back in the day, and that's pretty awesome that they're releasing the newer um, uh, updated version or whatever. Yeah, Mario Party came out for N64. Mm. Uh, Smash Brothers came out oh, for yeah. N64. Which the first was, one. Yep, and one of the better um, Mario Karts came out for the N64. So they had some really good series. And of course, the Zelda games themselves were incredible. It was so good that uh, The Rock and Mankind played it backstage in <laughs> WWF. Yeah. Yep. They, they were playing uh, WrestleMania 2000, um, which is uh, it is a pretty good game. Just a quick side note, um, kind of sad. Can you believe 2000 was already 20 years ago? Oh, I know. Sorry to have to stick that in there, but yeah, that uh, kind of hurts when I think of that. It, it's, it, I try not to think about it personally because when I talk about some of these video game systems... I played them when they launched. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can understand the feeling old part. And I went to your house to play them when they launched because I was too broke to afford them. No, you had a really cool setup with your NES. So, are you kidding? Like In my Dreamcast. Yeah, you had that big old dookie television. That I think was, still works. My folks still have that. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Come down there and play NES on that thing in the basement of his mother and father's house. And I also had my VCR to VCR editing set up. Yes. Set up on that. And that's how I learned to edit was VCR to VCR. 
I don't know no fancy computers to edit. <laughs> I'll I'll age myself a little bit with this. Uh, my first. You just did. Yeah. No. You're this aging is, yourself back to the primeval days. <laughs> I'm still the youngest one here, by the way. But uh, my first video game system when I was really little was the ColecoVision. So yeah, I'm old enough to remember playing ColecoVision. That was a good system. That wasn't a bad system at all, especially when you were able to. Uh, mod it to play the Atari video games on top of it. We and my family mostly just played Donkey Kong on it. That is a waste of a person. I was like <laughs> two or three years old at the time, mind you, I'm just saying. Yeah. I played Pong in black and white. <laughs> I played my Atari on a black and white television. I, I, I understand. Got a, I got a first generation Pong. You didn't even know there were generations in that, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh. There was different. First uh, generation where, where you actually had just the big three knobs on each side. The big dookie machine. Yeah. Yep. I, I do remember that thing. I know there were generations in asteroids. Yes. The, the, uh, the spin knob that, that's yep. kind of like the golf thing was used for. Now we're sold. Instead of asteroids, we all have hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's from setting on the metal too much. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent, but I heard GameStop is having financial troubles. So oh, I, I'm, think, so I'm thinking everyone should get together about four dollars, five dollars, and go down and offer them like twenty bucks for the building. <laughs> yeah, why do that? Well, I just do what Speedy does. One of my favorite YouTubers. I just go in the back of the trash and dig out the old yep. games that they're throwing out. Which, uh, in the state of Rhode Island, if you get caught doing that, for some reason, it's uh, highly illegal. I just got to um, say one more thing before we move on to the next thing. Thank you for making me feel young. Yes, at least I played old systems, but at least I always played them on color TVs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you and your fancy color television. Yeah, living on the Ritz there. Now, let's go back to systems there. And we're talking about the Hypercan N64. And, of course... Nintendo has another one that they're cornering the market with, and that's the N64 Mini, which will have a bunch of like games to it as well, and the uh, Game Boy Mini. And uh, we come back, we'll talk about two of the, the beasts that are coming out that a lot of people are looking forward to that are going to have a very high price tag on them. That's just an, uh, it's not... Uh, me talking out my ass <laughs> i'm telling you these things are going to be pretty expensive but let's go down to Alestorm, mexico here on chuckles crypt rhode island free radio.org <laughs> Quest 
Boy, the time is flying by, and we're almost at that point in time where we have to wrap things up. Uh, but we'll get through these next two systems very shortly. And I think we'll have to do a part two to this because I have games of 2020 that are coming out as well. And I'm sure we can make a whole episode out of that. So that'll probably be the next episode to talk about games of 2020. Uh, so let's, uh, let's pull these systems out there. The PS5 coming out and uh, this is probably going to have a five to six hundred dollar price tag on yep. this sucker because it is fully backwards compatible uh, that means that it's going in case anybody out there doesn't understand it's going to be able to play new games back to the older system mm -hmm. games like ps1 uh every system in between there that's some technology there that's very expensive to produce so the, I have a feeling this machine is going to be expensive as well. How popular do you think it's going to be? Oh, I think it's going to fly off the shelf. All right, then that'll justify yeah. its price. It's yeah. definitely going to fly off the shelf. Uh, Xbox, on the other hand, they need to pull something out of their ass because their exclusives this year weren't, or well, this past five years weren't that great. Uh, the PlayStation had some great exclusives and. The PlayStation 5 looks like it's going to have some more to it. Uh, but Xbox Series X, what a non... I mean, there was nothing put into this name. Let's just call it Xbox Series X. I mean, who who is the marketing behind this? Hey, leave me alone. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, at least the PS5 is like, okay, it's a fi fifth generation PS5. Well, this is whatever. also the came, same company that brought you Microsoft Word 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think yeah. we're talking about much creativity here. I don't know. It, it could have come up with something to that. But this machine is coming out, and, and it is as well backwards compatible, but it's going to be running graphics at the same thing at the same speed 
as a modern day computer. So it's going to have the graphic card of a modern day computer and it's going to be running speeds and able to play games as a modern day computer as well. So Xbox is just like at this point in time, Microsoft's like, we're that close to just making it a computer. So guess what? It's basically a computer that plays video games. It's a gaming system computer. Which is where everything's going to eventually merge anyway. So So I have a feeling the graphics on this are going to stomp the living hell out of Sony. Uh, But if they don't release games that are exclusive to its system, it's not going to get the sales that PlayStation got. And please do not put a Kinect system that was able to, the camera was able to see you pretty much (laughs) 24-7. Don't put that on the machine. That was definitely dooming it from the beginning. And tell them to leave off the little voice that says, you will do what you're told and obey me, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they definitely uh, doomed the system from the get-go. Well, this Microsoft, because they're calling it such a generic XX thing, right, is it possible that this, you know, it's kind of like a placekeeper while they come up with the next actual next generation? I don't if, know. If, if I'm saying, in other words... It seems like... They come up with a new system every five years, and that that seems to be the and this is the and this is it timing wise. Yeah, this is it for this one. It's not like when we way back yonder where it was like ten, so many years. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like Apple. You know, what I'm saying like this year's X. You know, this year's iPhone isn't that much better than the last one because a couple of years down the road is going to be the next revolutionary. They never are. You know, I'm saying it's with the iPhones. It. it Every time they do an upgrade, it's only minute. Right, but they're going to jump, they claim anyway, that the next one isn't going to be minute. In other words, this is a play saver right now. And the next one will be like a generational thing. I don't know. I think they've hit that peak. Okay. I think they're at the point now where it's just going to be, um, the machine is going to be Gradual improving. gradually improving, but it's going to be at the same level as a computer. The iPhone's definitely so. going to be a generational thing because it's going to have coronavirus all over it. Wow. If you survive, <laughs> you have the best one. Well, it's, it's a good thing I'm too cheap and I still have a... Uh, Do you think it's possible that there is going to be a game release called coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> kind of like a Stephen King stand thing? I'm sure someone will have release to at this it. Point. Yeah. I tell you, man, if I could probably do a whole show on video games that should never have been released that were really oh yeah you should do that that'd be fun um, yeah we, we can definitely just off the do top that. of your head just all right since you went and said that one off the top of your head just for right now i, I if i say what it is we're gonna get boo fcc is gonna pull us yeah. uh the, et wow. for atari no no no, no that's saying, just my own personal i'm saying. saying games that definitely should never have been made but they were made most of them for the computer and uh it's just it's In, in bad taste, it is breaking the law. Yeah, not a crappy, yeah. not a crappy game, but just in, but an in bad taste game. Y- yeah, okay. Because yeah. I remember, yeah, because you're at ET. That game was so bad they buried most of the copies. Yeah. Well, the let's, listen, let's not trash the ET game too much. There are far worse games out there than ET, and I was actually able to beat that game. Um, Which is probably the only reason you have any more fondness for it than we do. Probably. Well, all you had to do was get the parts together and stay away from the guy that would kidnap you. It wasn't that hard. I think, but no, I think it's just something about the stupid-looking ET alien in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stay away from the guy that's going to kidnap you. Get all the stuff you need to get and get out of town. Get out of the store. I mean, get out of town. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't didn't think it was that hard. 
Oh. All right, let's uh, <laughs> it's, it's get into that time where we're going to be wrapping things up, I believe. Right, Mr. Jones? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go down to the last one there, and it's a very popular game as well. Um, and it's for each time this thing's been released, it's definitely, uh, for me, the first one was the best one and definitely always will be one of my favorite games. And that is Zelda. And this is the main theme from that song. And uh, this is Chuckles Crypt, Rhode Island Free Radio dot org, signing off. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Joe. Not right now, man. Can't you see I'm working? I'll talk to you later. <sighs> I have no one to turn to. Mom's sick. Dad left. Tom doesn't have any time anymore. It'd all be better off without me. This is the first lie you tell to yourself, along with, I'm such a burden, or I don't have a purpose in life. 
The truth is, is that every person you make contact with has an impact, like saying, Hi, how's your day, or what's wrong? Your impact can leave a positive or negative effect. A negative impact can be, Why are you sitting with us? Or, Get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. If you are contemplating suicide because of bullying, call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.